Hey guys, uh, thanks for tuning in to the West Churchill audio blog. So a little background on this article, Choosing When to Teach. Not too long ago, I had someone come up to me and of course in business you're pretty emotional about your business and, and employees and getting stuff done. And, you know, they wanted some guidance, but I knew that they only wanted specific types of guidance. And so I was like, okay, I had to be really mindful of what I was saying, when I was saying it, how I was saying it. So I thought this was a good way to start. So I just thought I would, thought this would make a good audio blog and uh, put together this for you. Um, let me know what you think. We have a rule in my house, another Wessism. The first one to freak out has the floor. What that means is you can't freak out that someone is freaking out. That rule is usually followed by the Holstein Manifesto's All Emotions Are Beautiful. Emotion is often very misunderstood and largely interpreted in the, in the business world as a form of weakness. But emotion comes in many forms, and the business owner screaming at an, at an employee or back at a client seems to, be un, seems to be acceptable. My father was very emotional, and it often came out as anger. He's less expressive now, but for years I suppressed emotion, fearing it would lead to anger. At times it did. I learned that, I learned that was me just copying him, and I could find other ways to express myself. Like I've said before, another Wessism, it's taken me 20 years to unlearn all the stuff my parents taught me. Understanding the way I express my emotion and when I express my emotion tends to be very strategic, even though I'm not consciously thinking that way. This step-back approach takes practice, but really helps you from saying something stupid. Breaking it down. Choosing silence instead of waiting for your turn to speak is mind-blowing. It turns the whole act of conversation upside down. The gears inside your head switch to analytical mode, and you begin to take in everything. What that person is saying, how they are saying it, where they are saying it, where you are hearing it, the emotion in their voice, the emotions that you feel hearing it. Silence is the anti-reaction method. Yes, silence is a reaction and doesn't work in every situation, but as a go-to first step, the results are magical. Here's a great example that we can all relate to. Having you ever Have you ever had this feeling or story of a situation that you convincingly believed was true? You believed it so much that you actually prepared a response, played the outcome in your head, and possibly planned physical recourse in case things got ugly. This preparation was for nothing because the whole situation was anticlimactic. Not only was it not what you had imagined, you now actually feel great because the stressful situation that you imagined is not now not true, so you can relax. Amazing. Teaching. In business and relationships, the weight, the, the weight of the message is important. You have to ask yourself if the message you're giving is building up or tearing down. Is it helpful or harmful? Is the message for them, or is it because you want to say it? Will the effect of the message be short or long-term? Will they learn? What's the payoff? It all depends on the message, but the timing of the message will determine if they hear it. People may believe that context is everything, and you have to strike while the iron is hot, meaning you have to say something right then because everyone will forget the situation later and your message will lose its impact. This is untrue. If it's worth teaching, then you will have the benefit of the outcome to support your message. This will help you recreate the context and refine your message so that it is simple and to the point. Always the student.
Teaching implies that you've mastered some knowledge and you are imparting this to others. What really happens is that your message is constantly being refined, tweaked, and adapted for every new situation. One can argue that the intention of teaching is to not teach at all, but to challenge oneself to learn. Choosing to listen in a form of, is a form of teaching itself, which by example alone shows restraint and introspection. Listening may be the most powerful teaching tool of them all. All right, thank you so much for listening to this article on my audio blog. If you want to stay up to date on any future posts, at the bottom of the page where it says follow my blog, just enter your email address and click the follow link. Also, go check out getpatchify.com. That's getpatchify.com. It's a new web app that you can use in your, in your Chrome browser to do live video chat for anything DIY in your home. We like to call it the Uber of home improvement, connecting people with questions with people that have answers. I'm an advisor for this company, and let me tell you, these guys have a great idea. The next step to build Apple and Android apps, so stay tuned. Okay, thanks for listening, guys. I'll catch you next time.